Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania, diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more. This podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. Hello, you guys. What's going on? Welcome back to the Lift It Listens podcast. Today we're on episode 97. Welcome back if you guys are regular listeners and welcome to the podcast. If you're new here, I'm so happy you're here. I guess I'm realizing that since this is like a Wednesday upload rather than like I used to upload these on Monday, it really is kind of a midweek check-in. So I hope everyone's week is going well. If it's not, if it hasn't been off to the greatest start, like hopefully this podcast can help to realign you, get your mind right, get your energy right and finish off the rest of the week strong. It has been so incredibly warm here in Utah the past couple of days, like 45 Windex blue sunny skies. I was able to go skiing yesterday and like fully just like I didn't need to wear a coat. I call those a bib day, like when you can go and you don't need a coat at all. And I loved that. Like I love that like spring skiing when it's not super cold. I'm definitely a fair weather skier. So it was super fun. And like a bib day in January is like unheard of. So I'm so soaked about it. We don't really know what the rest of the winter holds, but like even just this little break that we've had of warmer weather and like good sunshine feels so freaking good. My gratitude for the day, if you're watching on YouTube, you will see this cute little vase and flowers next to me. If you don't know, I post all of these podcasts on my YouTube as well. Not my YouTube. It's like a different YouTube channel. It's just called the Lift Fit Listens podcast as well if you're more of a visual person. But Letty, aka my boyfriend, which again, preference his real name isn't Letty, but I just call him that. He coincidentally, he got me some flowers yesterday and he coincidentally got me like pretty much almost the same exact flowers that are on this little vase that my mom got me for Christmas. And they look so cute together. And like the vase has like a little face on it with like eyes and a nose and lips. And it just looks so cute. It's like these orangey kind of little flowers. And it looks so cute in there because it almost looks like she has like flowers growing out of her head or like a flower hat. And it's so cute. Like it's insane how happy flowers make me. And I just thought this was the sweetest thing because it was kind of just like random because flowers just like a really small little tiny bouquet but I love it like and I just think it's so cute and so I'm really thankful for them and I'm just thankful that Lenny thought to give me some flowers and I'm thankful that it looks so cute in the vase it's just making me so happy so I have it here to feature you know so I can get some airtime um in the podcast video and I also honestly want to give you guys a huge, huge thank you. I really opened up last in last week's episode where I really talked about my journey with body image and all that sort of stuff and just the support and the warm the warmth reception, I kind of want to say like you guys have just received that message that I sent out with such open arms and open hearts. And it was so sweet hearing how it touched you guys. Like I got a few messages on Instagram and those are always like so rewarding yet humbling for me to hear. And of course I don't like, I'm not like, oh, I'm so excited you guys resonate that you guys struggle with body image too, but it's more so just the fact of like, I'm glad you guys could find comfort in that episode because it is totally something that we all go through. And it just really means a lot that you know, you guys were receptive to it. Like, again, you you were really were accepting of my message and that you were able to find some resonance in it. And the support that I got was so heartwarming. It really did made my day. And I just have also had like a few new reviews about the podcast, a few ratings, and it really just really makes my days. It's, it's super rewarding. This podcast really is a passion project of mine. I'm very vulnerable. It's very a big clear window into how my brain actually operates and like big things that I think about. So it just really 
means a lot to have your guys' support and for you guys to actually hear me and make me feel very seen. And I just am so thankful for this little space, this little corner of the internet to just really be super open and vulnerable with you guys. So I really just want to say thank you guys so, so much for all your support um, with last week's episode and just with this podcast lately. So for this week's episode, I honestly, again, similar to last week, I don't really have a big (laughs) whopping outline that I have written because I just kind of wanted to, again, be open with you guys, vulnerable, kind of share where my head's at because it is something that I'm currently going through and working through right now. And it is basically about the concept concept of rest. And I do think this is going to be maybe a hard episode for some of you guys to listen to, but also at the same time, an episode that a lot of you guys definitely need to hear because I definitely need to hear this as well. And it was honestly in Lexi Hildago's um, TikTok where she said, she was like, I don't practice what I preach. I preach what I need to practice. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly how I feel with my podcast. Like certain things I feel like I've definitely have kind of mastered and I'm, you know, so open and hyped to share with you guys what I've learned and things that I've gone through. But also at the same time, there's a lot of things that I talk about on here that I'm actively working through as well. And like reminding myself of how I want to act and how I want to show up and things that I need to work through and triggers I need to heal and all this sort of stuff. And this is definitely one of them. It's like exactly how I feel. So I know that a lot of us listening as well, because I definitely am a person who preaches, you know, about personal development, self-improvement, betterment. And I still believe in those things through and through, and I stand by them. And I think they're so important in life. And I think it's, you know, it's something I'm always going to be very passionate about. And I think it's a great characteristic, like character trait to want to constantly continuously seeking how you can just become a more evolved version of yourself. You know, it's always an ongoing process. It's a journey. And I do think that's, I believe it's something that is is so healthy and self-serving, but at the same time, again, too much of anything, even if it's a good thing can become a bad thing. And so it's also so imperative to know when it is time to allow yourself to rest because I think a big thing that I preach about on here, you know, is productivity and what can we continue doing to keep bettering ourselves and keep doing this and keep doing X, Y, Z. But it comes to a point where that can definitely lead to burnout and it can lead you to a point where the diminished, like it's kind of diminishing returns slash it gets to the point where it's such small integral gains because you're kind of just constantly trying to run yourself in the ground to continue improving as opposed to taking some time to actually rest. And this is something that I really have been working on because especially with what I do for work, if you don't know, I do live fit full-time content creation. I have this podcast posting on YouTube twice a week, posting on Instagram, TikTok, doing brand deals, emails, some UGC and things like that. And it's definitely, I never want to come across as ungrateful because this is my dream job. I don't really think anyone who actually watches me regularly would think that I take this for granted. Like I love what I do. I'm so passionate about this brand in its entirety. And I truly would not want to be doing anything else. But with that to say, it's still a super time consuming job. Like I would never say it's a hard job. Like there's definitely challenging components to it because there's so many more moving parts to it. You're wearing so many different hats. There's a lot of tangible objective skill that's involved, but also a lot of mental kind of involvement or mental stamina that kind of needs to take place in order to really be consistent in the social media space and feel comfortable to put yourself out there. But the biggest thing more so than anything is that it's super time consuming. And I am someone who likes to work regardless. Like I would say I'm a hardworking person. I'm very driven. I really value having strong work work ethic. And so lately, I just not really lately, it's been like this, I will find myself working a lot. And especially with what I do when my life is kind of my job and my 
life is kind of my content, which is my job. It's hard to ever turn it off. And I do think that's one of the most difficult things of social media. And of course, it seems like all fun and games, but when you're doing this for years on end, it's really hard when that line to separate between your work and your real life becomes really blurred. Um, And I honestly had like a very open conversation about this with my brother and with my boyfriend because it's been very interesting having, I've never had someone so um, witness so transparently what my creative process and workflow looks like. And so now having my boyfriend kind of in my daily life and he's seeing how much I'm working, it was more so just kind of like um, out of care and nurturing like, hey, like, are you are you good? Like, are you okay? Like you're just doing a lot and you're only one person because just to kind of give you a glimpse into my life. And I know, I don't mean to make this episode all about me in like a therapy session, but I do guarantee there's some people who are in the same lane as me or who are working for themselves, who's in entrepreneurship that can relate. And so for me, there's things, times where I'm waking up, I'm finishing editing a video or editing the podcast or starting to film my morning routine or vlog or something, filming a piece of content for Instagram. So I'm like filming my morning, I'm eating, I'm editing some more, I'm posting, you know, then I'm posting on a platform and then I go to the gym and then I film myself the whole time I'm working and then I come home, I need to answer emails and then, oh, I still need to edit that YouTube video for tomorrow and then I need a live stream and then like, it's just like constantly like all day long. Um, and I guess I've recently have realized, especially as we're like in this new year and I'm really trying to find this vase next to me is not like flat. And so it keeps like wiggling on the table and it's not, it's distracting me. Um, but as we get into 2024, like I really am trying to optimize my process because I don't love, like, I'm not trying to be a part of this, like, Ooh, hustle culture. Like, of course, especially when you're trying to build something for nothing and you're in the land of entrepreneurship, like it does take a lot, like there isn't a lot of work-life balance. There just isn't. But it also comes to a point where it's then inhibiting your creative process by working so much. And I guess what I'm trying to say in 2024 is I'm trying just to more so optimize my processes um, so that I overall feel better because it's just, it's not sustainable. And I've been living like this for years. And I'm also wanting to be open about this because sometimes I see other content creators and I'm like, oh, like they're, when they're like filming their day in their life, like they're actually relaxing, you know, from like six until they go to bed when I'm like, find myself working sometimes until 10 o'clock at night. Of course I like stop for dinner, but it's like this ongoing constant rat race, or like this constant hamster wheel where it's just kind of never ending. And usually also like in the, a lot of people in the social media space, they're usually only doing like Instagram and TikTok. And like, from my experience, it's way less time consuming than doing two YouTube videos a week, plus posting on both of those platforms. Sometimes, you know, three, four times a day on TikTok, plus doing the podcast once a week. Like I just have been doing a lot and it's been, I want to say more so negatively impacting my creative process because I don't ever have time to rest. And so that was kind of a lot of big backstory that maybe some of you can find resonance in, but now kind of getting to my point. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
If you're constantly in production mode, work mode all the time, and this could go for your regular nine to five job, if you find yourself like working after hours, um, this could even go for if you're in the gym and you're just never giving yourself a day off. It's like eventually there's going to be, you're going to be harming yourself more than you're benefiting yourself. And this speaks even most loudly, in my opinion, to people in a creative job, because it's like, you cannot, how are you supposed to create. And I think honestly, even in a traditional nine to five job, like there still is creativity in that, like in your problem solving, in how you're going to pursue a project, in your ideas for how to move forward, even if it's in like strategy for financials, like it still does take creative problem solving, you know, stints. And if you're constantly just in overdrive of production mode, it's like you never have that space to be productive. And I think that's, I mean, excuse me to, yeah, I guess be creative to be productive because at the end of the day, it's like you need to have that downtime to allow yourself to think because I think all of us can resonate with the fact that a lot of our ideas come from when we aren't doing something insanely productive, right? It comes when we're driving. It comes when we're in the shower. It comes when we're able to spend time outside. It comes when we're drawing. It comes when we're actually sitting down and meditating or reading. Like a lot of the answers that we're seeking always comes to us in stillness because we actually have the space for those downloads to come in. But if we're constantly in work production mode, we're never giving those downloads, those insights, those intuitive nudges to actually pour in because there's no space for them to. And especially when we're talking in terms of longevity, you know, and especially like in terms of the gym, if you're working out seven days a week and you're never giving yourself time to rest, you are going to burn yourself out. You're going to run your hormones into the ground. You're going to be overtraining and you're not going to be able to be in it for the long haul. It's like, of course, that classic example of life truly is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And if you're constantly trying to sprint, whether in the gym, metaphorically sprinting in your workplace, sprinting in your creative endeavors, you're never going to have that time to think of fresh ideas, pivot when you need to pivot, but more importantly, actually stay in it in the long haul because you're going to burn yourself out, right? So I know that for a lot of us, it is super hard to allow yourself to rest. You know, I know my dad struggles with this a lot. I have a couple friends who struggle with this a lot where they're like, I physically can't lay on the couch and like watch something. I like, I get so anxious when I'm not productive. And I do resonate with that. Like I am one of those people. And I feel like I was even worse, you know, about a year or so ago where I feel like I constantly need to do something. And even in college, but I think it's about constantly affirming to yourself that rest actually is productive. And I know it sounds counterintuitive, but it's so true because you cannot continuing, you cannot continue to work at the caliber and the bar that you want to be working at if you're never giving yourself the space to actually rest. And, you know, this definitely takes a ton of self-awareness, right? And being painstakingly honest with yourself, because I do think there's also a line. And I think that there's some people who are you know, too far the other way, right? Where they just are kind of like, oh, I need to rest, I need to rest, when that could also be inhibiting their progress, so to speak, because they're not actually on the gas pedal enough. But then there's other people on the other side of the spectrum that is constantly on the gas pedal and they're just like driving recklessly, you know, straight ahead and they're not even having time to strategize where they're going. And so a huge portion of this right, of finding your happy balance of how much rest that you need 
definitely takes a lot of self-awareness. You need to be super honest with yourself of if you're kind of just copping out or if you actually need that rest. It takes a lot of self-awareness to know when you've been unnecessarily pushing yourself and it's time to let off the gas. So it's definitely is a delicate dance and it's definitely not a dance that's going to look the same for everyone. Like what may be my personal work-life balance or what may be my prime rest ratio may look different than you and may look different than my dad. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to look like the person next to you. I think it's really coming down to more trial and error and you figuring out and leaning into what feels good and experimenting and seeing how it impacts your workflow, your creativity, all that sort of stuff. Um, And I know for me, speaking from my experience, because I have been really trying to work on this the past few weeks now, I have definitely found myself being more creative and being more productive when I actually am sitting down to work, when I take the time to step away from my work. When I feel like I constantly need to be working all the time, it it leads me to being less productive because it's like, you know, I'm getting tired, I'm getting burnt out, I'm struggling to focus. So it's taking me longer to complete these tasks and I don't get as much done. So I personally have been actively being like, okay, I'm going to take the time. Like I'm literally not doing anything like that. So I really have picked up reading fiction books because even when I was reading, I'd be reading self-help books, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I still love my self-help books. But again, I was, even when I was quote unquote resting, I was trying to find a way to get a benefit from it as opposed to me just trying to be present and like enjoying my time and just existing. You know what I mean? And like being like giving myself full permission to just be here and not feeling like I need to do anything to deserve to be here. It's like, I am just being exactly who I am, which is a human being. Like I'm experiencing, I'm present, I'm just being, I'm not doing anything. So like picking up reading um, fiction books has been really helpful for me, honestly, because it's been something that's so independent from my work as well, because what I do, even my hobbies and passions are all involved. Like I can turn it all into work essentially by creating content around it. So having something that's so removed from that has really helped me just purely relax. I've honestly been watching more movies from time to time. And just, I've just have fully been allowing myself to say, you don't need to have any you know, outcome out of this. There's no means to an end. Like you're doing this action just to simply enjoy your time. And like I'm saying, it just has really helped with my actual productivity and the sense of my efficiency when I am working. I'm way more inspired and refreshed and ready and excited to work because I've had that time away. It even, I feel like a lot can resonate even with like your partner. Of course, I'm sure we all all love being with our best friend or our boyfriend, our girlfriend, whatever. But if you're with them all the time, 24 seven, it's like, it just kind of gets like, ugh, you know, it kind of gets like a little old, but like when you're apart from each other, you go pursue your own things and you come back to one another. It's like, you're so excited to talk to each other. You miss them. There's more desire there. It's just kind of refreshes the energy in the situation. And I feel like it goes like correlates directly to that in the same of the workplace flow. And I feel like I've been able to get better ideas and specifically more original ideas. And again, this can apply to even if you're working a corporate job, like you can still receive more downloads of how you want to proceed on certain projects and stuff like that and how you want to handle certain scenarios. So by me having more quiet time or doing things simply just to play, like there's no other ulterior motive involved. It's just simply for me to enjoy my time and step away from work. Like it has allowed me to have way more downloads. It's just been so helpful with allowing me to have time to 
like think of new ideas and thinking of different content styles and thinking of new original things that I want to pursue that are super unique to me because I've had time to actually sit with myself. So I know it sounds also even counterintuitive because I'm like, no, you need to rest and actually do nothing. You don't have to be productive all the time. But by doing that, it's like the exact reason why you're able to be more productive later. And I'm always preaching as well. Like rest days in the gym are so important for that same reason. When I was working out six, seven days a week, my hormones were a wreck. My body was so overworked. I was way over training. I honestly hated the way I looked, even though I was working out so freaking hard. Like sometimes truly less is more and you need to allow yourself the grace and give yourself the permission to recuperate, to retract so that you can come even harder, even stronger when you do come back. And I think also there's so many amazing lessons in nature, of course. And I think it's the perfect example on more of a longer base scale and how we have seasons. Not It's not summer all year round. Like there's still, there's spring and summer, but then there's also fall and winter where there's the earth is resting. You know, the trees, leaves are falling. Not everything is in bloom and, and lush all year round. Like everything needs rest everything needs a reset. And it's exactly what is important in our day-to-day life, just on like a quicker cycle of rest and productivity, rest and productivity. And I think if you really, it's just really important for us to give ourselves the grace and the permission to do so. And if you're struggling to give that to yourself, I hope that I can be that voice for you today to give yourself rest if you need it. Like you deserve it. You are working hard. You are doing the best that you can. And in order to help yourself do your best work in order to help yourself be your most creative, in order to help yourself be the most innovative, you need to give yourself the time to rest and recuperate and retract so that you can come out you know, blossoming even better. So that's it. That's everything that I have for this episode. I hope I kind of made sense. I feel like I was kind of jumping from topic to topic in this, but I kind of was just spitting out my thoughts because it really is something that I'm wanting to work on because spreading yourself too thin is not glamorous. It's not fun. And if anything, it almost always inhibits the quality of work that you're doing. And I'm personally really valuing more so now quality over quantity and not feeling like I need to show up on every single platform all the time, posting all the time of, of things that I feel like I'm not even super passionate about or feel like is my best work because I don't even have the time to do anything. You know what I mean? To, to edit super well or to think of new original ideas. So I just have been really trying to take a step back you know, pursue other things outside of what is my work, not feeling like I need to document and capture everything, you know, actually giving myself days off from work. And so then I can actually do better and be more creative and be more innovative and and be more original and speak more of my truth because I've had more time for me to ponder, to reflect, for me to imagine things, for me to think of new things and I also just feel so much better in the process as well. So with all that being said, that's all that I have. And so for my affirmation for this episode, it is I give myself permission to rest so that I can come back stronger. I give myself permission to rest so that I can come back stronger.
And really quickly before we go, I just want to offer another quick reminder to those who have kind of been thinking about it if it's in the back of your brain. I am hosting my all women's wellness retreat in Bali this coming May, May 2nd to May 9th. So we're really close. We're only about three months out at this point. And I do just want to open up and extend this invitation that I am still accepting bookings. There are limited seats available at this point, but I do, do still have some spots left. So if you're interested, we are going to be exploring Bali. We have definitive things on the itinerary of doing different waterfall hikes, taking a Balinese cooking class, going snorkeling. But then I also am hosting what I'm going to be calling like wellness workshops. We're going to be doing a group workout of all of us together where it's going to be more customizable workouts that's going to be able to be applicable to everyone's workout fitness level. And then I'm also going to be hosting meditation workshops, also some journaling workshops. There's just going to be women's circles, journaling prompts that it's going to be available to every morning. It's just going to be a really amazing reset. It's a way to make new friends, visit a new country, you know, put yourself in new situations, get out of your comfort zone and also meet yourself deeper and do some soul expansion work and do some healing work. I know that women's retreats are just so life-changing. I've also attended one myself as well. And I just, it was such an impactful, magical experience. And I just am so excited to go through this experience again and share this with the girls that are coming along. So if you have any interest, I will have the trip page again. It's always linked down below in the description box and also in the show notes. And I do want to make it very known that the last day to book the retreat is March 13th. So that's when the trip is going to close and it is not going to be available to any new bookings. So it's not like you can book at the end of April and like join super last minute. The deadline, the cutoff to join this retreat if you're interested is March 13th. I just want to really echo that out to you guys because I would hate for someone to really, who's thinking of coming to not be aware of this, then miss their chance to actually come. So again, bookings close March 13th. You cannot book the trip after that point. So really in about a little bit over a month. So that's everything they have for this episode. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. I'm sending you guys so much love. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. And hopefully I'll see you in the next episode, which is next Wednesday. Peace out.